news sports update. The Golden State Warriors are going to have to try to put Houston away without Kevin Durant. Katie's suffering a calf strain in Game 5, and Warriors coach Steve Kerr says he's going to be out for Friday's Game 6 in Houston. Durant pulled up in pain in the third quarter of Wednesday's 104-99 win after hitting a jumper over Ramon Shumpert. Golden State up in the series three games to two. His availability for a possible all-or-nothing Game 7 still in the air should the Rockets win on Friday night. Durant, an absolute beast, averaging 34.2 points, 5.2 boards, and 4.9 assists in 11 postseason games, and shooting 41.6% from deep two. Amazing. Two elimination games in the NBA tonight. It's a doubleheader. First up at 8 o'clock, Philly hosting the Toronto Raptors. Raptors laying two on the road. 2-12 is your total. Toronto up 3-2 in the series. Game two of the double bill is Portland hosting Denver at 10.30 p.m. The Blazers minus 3.5. and a half is your over-under. Nuggets up in that best of seven, three games to two. Afternoon baseball on Thursday. Veteran slugger Albert Pujols, a little bit of history today, registered his 2,000th RBI with a solar homer in the third versus the Tigers. Pujols joining Hank Aaron and A-Rod as the third ever player to record 2,000 RBIs. The Angels up 7 to nothing. bottom seven. Cleveland uh, up on Chicago. The White Sox, uh, Cleveland's up 5 to nothing. They're in a rain delay in the fifth. Cubs over the Marlins, 2-1, to one, bottom four. San Francisco and Colorado, the Rockies up to an early 3 to nothing lead, bottom two. Cincy and Oakland, the Reds scored early 2 to nothing in the bottom of the first. Next up on the MLB sked, 6.35, Seattle at the Yankees. Yankees minus 170, total 9.5, Leak versus Hap. 7.45, Pittsburgh at St. Louis, the Cards minus 145, 8.5, Musgrove and Waka. 8.10 action, we got Texas and Houston, the Battle of Texas, Astros minus 165, 9, Minor and Miley, 9.40 action, Atlanta and Atlanta, Pick'em, total 8, Soraka versus Weaver. And at 10.10 p.m., we got Washington, ice-cold Washington at the Dodgers. Dodgers minus 135, 7.5, Corbin versus Hill. One game in the NHL playoffs tonight. It's game one of the Eastern Conference Final as Boston hosting Carolina, those bunch of jerks. Boston laying 50 cents total, 5.5 in this hockey game. Game time, 8 o'clock. Charlie McAvoy out with a one-game suspension for Boston due to a headshot to Josh Anderson of Columbus. Series price, Boston minus 160, Canes plus 140. NFL news. Benjamin Watson coming out of retirement and heading home. The veteran tight end plans to sign on with the New England Patriots. He was drafted by New England in the first round of the 2004 draft. Newly signed Seahawks defensive end Ziggy Ansah expected to miss training camp. He's still recovering from shoulder surgery. It's believed he'll miss the first month of the regular season as well after signing a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks. The Jacksonville Jaguars have released quarterback Cody Kessler today. That's not good. Round one, we got golf action here. The PGA's Byron Nelson Classic in Texas, and these guys are going very low today. Denny McCarthy leads the way so far with an 8-under 63. One of the turning favorites, Brooks Kepka, just two off the pace. Tony Romo, not bad so far. Minus one through three holes. That's a good start for the broadcaster. On the European Tour, British Masters opening round. Matthew Jordan playing on a sponsor's exemption. Leads the way at minus nine. Wallace and Kinholt are just two shots off the pace there, so they're going low in Britain as well. Hey, guys, stick around. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio hosted by Gabe Morenci. It's a great show on Wednesday. We got Whale Pat Capper. He's going to drop, drop by for a chat, chat a little NBA. Big man on campus. We'll break him down before the Raptors-Philadelphia game. A whole lot more picks DFS, so stick around, everybody. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports and Radio Television Network coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. 
Let's roll. Radio Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports, a radio network, iHeart. I'm Gabriel Morenzi, throwing down a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, we've got a very busy uh, show today. Uh, we've moved up uh, Whale Capper. Whale Capper uh, was going to join us at uh, like 423 Eastern or so, uh, but uh, we always run out of time uh, with Whale Capper. So Whale Capper will join us uh, at uh, 409. So uh, line them up, uh, Yang. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, already lined up. What's up, Cam? Uh, not much, Marantzi. Just getting ready for the games tonight. I know you'll be excited. Raptors in Philadelphia. Maybe at 6 o'clock we can beat down Big Man and, uh, you know, throw some stuff his way, calling Lowry a bum, and uh, maybe we'll go on the attack today with the full-court press. Yeah, but the thing is, um, no, we can. We got to wait till after the game to go on the yeah, attack. Yeah, I know, I know. We, we can't start talking smack. Uh, yeah, bad karma. You know, Philadelphia, Philadelphia have been embarrassed, right? They lost on their home court, and then they were smacked down and absolutely drilled in Toronto. Yeah, man, they're going to show something tonight. They're going to come out swinging uh, tonight, Rocky style, man. Uh, we got to be uh, who's uh, we got to be? Uh, I guess what the Russian guy or Mister T? I'm coming for you, Balboa. I'm coming for you. Get, get out of so. my way, old man. Club of lane, baby. Yeah, yeah, clubber, exactly. Clubber, I'm coming clubber. for you, Balboa. That was great when he showed up at the press conference. <laughs> what did he say about his wife, too? He goes, you and your, your sexy wife. What, what, <laughs> what did he say? Uh, settle down on Adrian there. Put Pump the brakes. Yeah, uh, he said, I'm coming for you, Balboa. And he said, uh, I'm coming for you, too. He said something like, <laughs> like that's what Rocky was ignoring him until then, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mention yeah. his wife. And you get them all fired up. You know what? I'm I'm so old. I remember Mr. T. Um, before Rocky and stuff, when he when he just like broke loose, it was like before the A team. He did the A team after. He was actually on. They used to have a thing on TV called uh, the Tough Man Competition. And you can't make this up, but Mr. T. It's got to be on YouTube. Actually, there's got to be a video of Mr. T. Uh, what's the uh, the what's the best way of putting this? Uh, throwing little people. That was actually like on NBC camp. Like basically, like Mr. T was there <laughs> throwing throwing little people type of thing, and they would I, measure I, how far, and he was like the tough man. I'm sorry. I, I endorse it. I know if you do that today, like you notice in wrestling too, they'll bring out chicks who are scantily clouded naked, but there's no more little beaver. There's no more friends, like little little guys running around and Andre the Giant picking up like six of them and throwing yeah, them out like yeah. the trash. Yeah, just not. But uh, you notice, correct. you notice, society has no problem picking on uh, heavier set people. That's TV actually shows, a great point. Biggest loser, and there's yeah. always fat jokes on TV yep. and stuff. Like, fat. Yep. Yeah, I you agree. say the word midget, and it's like, oh no, you can't, you can't, you can't. Excellent you can't point, Gabe. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> point. I'm with you. Fat people are getting ripped all the time. The midgets, they should be able to. It's for. You know what I say? Everybody's equal. Throw everybody under the bus. Then it's fair. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> equal opportunity. That's the way hey, I look at it. I guarantee you, there's a lot of uh, midget wrestlers that are out of work right now that would love to be wrestling. That's you don't think really, if it, it's, Vince McMahon called them, like it'd say, they'd say, yeah, I'd love to come on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I'd love Rude. to come on Monday Night Raw. Say, I, you know, I can't. Can't and do it Dink, anymore, Vince. <laughs> Dink and Doink were amongst my favorites of all time. <laughs> Okay. He squeezed the flower. Squeezed the flower. He got in the face. Ah, it was, ah, it was ah. like, 
They'd be like, that's not water there, Jim. That's acid. You know what I mean? It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Going, it's just uh, different times, Gabe. Different you know times like, we're living in, buddy. Do you remember, you remember the wrestler, the goon, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the hockey goon. guy? Yeah, yeah, the goon was great. Yeah, they that didn't last long enough. I, I don't tell you. The wrestling uh-huh. fit through everything. Like, the goon was the goon. cool. He was great. Goon. He had a hockey jersey on and the hockey pants. <laughs> he had like a hockey <laughs> Except the skates, he, his his wrestling boots look like skates type of thing. Yes. To come out and do the old goon thing. Great gimmick, the goon. You're right. And now it's just all, uh, just games and stuff like that. Boring. It's boring. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Right, just for the record, uh, I found uh, I couldn't find the video, but uh, I found a still shot uh, as part of a video. Mr. T got famous winning a bouncer competition, and I, I swear it was on TV. I was watching it when I was a young kid, and like it was like late '70s or something. And I vividly remember Midget T, uh, Mr. T tossing midgets around a bar cam. <laughs> like, like, like I'm telling you, and then like. I saw him like in the movie Rocky. I'm like, that's that guy that was throwing like that's the guy, the tough guy from the bar. Like, yeah, they, they, the TV, that's what TV was good. It was like, uh, yeah, so uh, it was America's toughest bouncer. So Amazing. that was the yeah, that was the TV show. And Whale Capper might be a dookie, but even he knows that's a winner right there. For America's sure. toughest bouncer. <laughs> What's up, Whale Capper? What is happening, man? I love this. America's toughest bouncer. Bring that back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were just we were, we were kidding around about like I don't know what we, we sort of jump around a bit. We sure do. Fidget <laughs> uh, wrestlers came up, and somehow I brought up Mr. T. Uh, break that was his big break, winning um, a bouncer competition. But uh, but nevertheless, uh, how you doing, Will Capper? Hey, not too bad, man. Uh, it's uh, a wild week uh, for the NBA playoffs and, you know, culminating with uh, the Kevin Durant injury last night really uh, kind of turned the entirety of the NFL play- NBA playoffs on their head, really. Uh, I think it was uh, more or less a foregone conclusion we were going to get another Warriors title, uh, you know, no, no less than, what, 48 hours ago. Uh, and now the market's, uh, you know, pretty, pretty noticeably flipped. Uh, and, uh, you know, where you, you know, where prior to this rocket series, the, uh, you know, the warriors were in the, uh, minus 150 to minus 200 range to win the title, depending on where you were shopping. Uh, now they're in plus money. Uh, and I gotta say, I, I agree with the flip. And I think there's, if anything, there's probably value still on, on the warriors, not winning the title, because I do think, uh, we've seen the last of Kevin Durant, this playoffs. Uh, and I think we've seen the last of uh, Kevin Durant playing home games at a in, in a Golden State Warriors uniform. So the NBA is totally, totally different path uh, today than it was yesterday, which is pretty exciting. 
it's pretty crazy uh, turn of events that, um, yeah, we had Dr. Chow on uh, today, a uh, long time, uh, smart guy. Um, long time, he was the uh, the San Diego Charger team doctor for like 17 years, 18 years. And um, I, he, he's like a, uh, he does hits, he writes columns about sports injuries and stuff. So we got him on and, you know, obviously he said, listen, I, I didn't, didn't examine him and I didn't, you know, see Kevin Durant. But like I said, the guy was, you know, he's been doing, uh, he was in the NFL for years and he basically stated, yeah, he doesn't think Kevin Durant's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, said, I saw him last best night. Case scenario. Yeah. Best case scenario. I saw him last night tweeting, tweeting about it. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. He said, best case scenario, Durant would be back maybe for the finals. Like, that's yeah. if, like, he gets really lucky if it's a, if it's not that severe. Um, he's out game six. He's out game seven. Uh, but when you said you thought it was a foregone conclusion, uh, Whale Capper, that the Warriors were going to win again, I'm disappointed because uh, I know you follow me on Twitter. And uh, I did drunken tweet out about two Saturday nights ago that the Toronto Raptors would be playing the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. And I think you're more close. I think you're pretty damn close to right right now. Oh, we're getting you. there. I, I, you know what I like? I think we're getting there. Yeah. Like if Houston would beat Golden State and then they would think, oh, Houston, we finally yeah. beat Golden State. And then, <laughs> boom, Nikolai Jokic knocks you guys out. <laughs> it's That's like, right. People are sleeping yeah, on Denver. No I think Denver's an upset pick tonight, but we'll get to that. Listen, this stuff's wide open, oh, but legitimately, I guess you'd say, who does this favor the most? Maybe the Milwaukee Denver. Bucks. Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Bucks are suddenly yeah. plus 270 to win the title. These are the new odds. Golden State plus 115. Milwaukee plus 270. Uh, Houston plus 420. Raptors plus 600. Nuggets plus 1800. Uh, Philadelphia thirty-nine to one, and then Portland fifty-five to one. Yeah, we'll see if the Raptors can take care of business tonight. But man, uh, Kawhi Leonard versus the Greek Freak is that's some big-time stuff there. But so, what about Golden State? What do you think happens, man? Seven and a half point point spread, pretty big uh, number actually, as they go it back is. to a yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we're. It sounds like we're on the same wavelength with a lot of, a lot of, a lot of thoughts today, which is either great for us or, or problematic. <laughs> but that's okay. We'll, we'll talk through a lot of this. Um, the Kevin, I, I first of all, going back to, to Dr. Chow, um, I saw his reaction to this last night. It was basically exactly the same as my reaction to this. The way that the injury occurred and the way it played out on. Uh, you know, on what was available to us at home as viewers looked very, very, very likely to be an Achilles injury, not a strained calf. Uh, I am, and I'm very suspect with how quickly, you know, Woj was on SVP's, you know, sports center saying, Oh, nope. Strained calf. This is a strain. I mean, it, the timing was weird to have a diagnosis that fast. Uh, if you were pretty confident that it was not, uh, you know, not, a game changer and that he could potentially come back this series. I don't know that you, you know, rush Woj out there with breaking news that it's, you know, that's not a big deal. Like there was clearly some, there's an information campaign going on that I can't understand or decipher what, what they're doing or why I, I would not, I will not be surprised if when, you know, golden state is eliminated at some point in this playoffs now, uh, that there isn't, you know, 24, 48 hours later. Oh, actually, it turns out there was a partial tear in, in Kevin Durant's uh, Achilles. You know, we, we see it now. You know, it, it, there's there was just too much 
you know, circumstantial evidence in the way that played out. Uh, and then on top of that, the, you know, the, the, I don't know. There's just, there's something that stinks about this. I can't really quite put my finger on it. So, but well, regardless, I don't think. What about Woj though? Again. Yeah. Woj. Yeah. And listen, Woj is, you know, one of the guys that never gets sort of grouped in with the sleazy media types. He's had a great reputation. Yet, honestly, like, I don't know, there seems to be just a lot of crap over the last couple of years since he's been ESPN eyes, really. And he's carrying a lot of water. Yeah. And I guess he's under pressure to come up with stuff. But, you know, one day Kawhi Leonard's going to the Brooklyn Nets last yeah. week. Then the next day, all you know, him and Nick Nurse are really getting along. It's like, I don't know, dude. I mean. I, are you making LeBron shit? I'm talking to playing. Leonard, Gabe. The, the one today, uh, LeBron and Leonard. Like, I don't believe any yeah, yeah, of yeah, damn yeah. report. Yeah, yeah. All a bunch it's, of BS. Bullshit. Kawhi, come on. Like, you know, yeah, the whole. There was, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just. I, I know I'm not trying to criticize the wall. him personally, but it just seems like there's Reports. just a lot of crap that's going on yeah. out here right now. And as yeah. you stated, I'll take the doctor's advice. If I want an NBA rumor, I'll go to Woj. I want medical advice. Yeah, I'll right. go to a guy that's like been a doctor in professional sports for the last 20 years. Um, yeah, there's definitely, and there's some weird stuff going on in general with some of the information guys. I mean, we talked about this with the NFL draft, like Ian Rappaport was slinging some absolute nonsense. I don't know who he was carrying water for or why, <laughs> what the whole point of all of that was, but he was really pressing hard. All these guys have ruined their credibility. I think I, I feel like they yeah I feel like they they don't recognize that people have you know memories about this sort of stuff and that there's like a cumulative effect of being wrong a bunch uh, and you know a guy like Rappaport you know he's putting together a pretty suspect record over the last you know last two years in my book uh, and Woj is getting there too I mean Woj had a lot of really suspect uh, you know kind of and, and heavily opinionated uh, points when the Anthony Davis um, saga was playing out post all-star break pre-trade deadline. Um, you know, he was really, really going editorial with a lot of his, his, uh, yeah, you know, his commentary yeah. about that. Uh, and that, that was strange. I couldn't really, you know what got he was me about Woj? for the Celtics. It felt like yeah, earlier in the year is, um, when, when, um, what's his name? Uh, Perzingis got traded from, from the Knicks. Porzingis got traded from the Knicks, and then there's Woj, like an hour after the trade, saying, oh, not surprising. You know, they talked about this months ago and stuff. I'm thinking, well, I never saw you tweet about it once, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, he was just not saying, no, I knew. I was sort of on the inside. But, you know, wink, wink. Like, shut the F up, bro. You know what I mean? (laughs) You didn't know. Like, you know, just saying, you didn't know. Like, you know. Sorry, James Dolan yeah, doesn't call Wolves. He learned what all we right? learned. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, Dolan yeah, ain't yeah. calling the ESPN, bro. <laughs> all right. Continue whale captain. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Yanks making promos about himself. I know. <laughs> what is it? It's the Yank Show, starring Yang. Also starring Yang. All right. Hey, Mark Lawrence. I don't, I don't know what it is. All of our guests sucking up to uh, to Yang all the time either. Yeah, they, they love him. He's be a common <laughs> pattern. Uh, let's bring in uh, let's bring in uh, Whale Capper. Uh, Whale Capper once again. Time always flies by when uh, Whale Capper is uh, joining us. So yeah, just blasting through those odds. So let's get down to the games, and we'll get into we'll take it step by step here, and we'll get back to the Warriors and the sure. Rockets tonight. The Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. The uh, the Raptors are uh, minus two right now. Total is two twelve. Game uh, got over the number in garbage time the other night. Um, the first game that went over the number in this series. So the real question is, the Raptors were sort of with their backs against the wall. They got blown out in game three. They responded in game four with a tough, hard-fought, ugly road win. They go back home, and they just knocked the crap out of the Philadelphia 76ers. The question is, you know, what do the Sixers have left? Um, well... If they don't play well early, will the crowd turn on them? And I most certainly think they will. And and I should note, I'm a diehard Raptor fan. But I, I'd like to think I'm not biased. But I've been wrong before with this team. But I like to believe, guys, that Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is the difference. And it's not like, oh, don't worry, we have a game seven still. You know, there's almost that mentality. We saw that with Denver did the same thing in San Antonio. Could close out. And Coach Malone was saying uh, earlier this morning, he said, I hope we learned our lesson in San Antonio about urgency. Because he goes, we didn't have it in that game six. And we were lucky to win game seven. I saw Kawhi Leonard talking this morning at the morning uh, uh, shoot around. Man, it looks like a boxer ready to go. And he said, this is going to be the hardest game of the series. We're going to have to bring everything we have. This is why Kawhi Leonard's on the Raptors now, Will Capper and Cam, is for nights like tonight, like nights like in the past when he's carried them. He didn't carry them in the last game when it was a blowout, but I think it's going to be a big Kawhi night tonight. I think the Raptors eliminate them, and I certainly hope that I'm correct. What's your take? Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. This is a closeout game for the Raptors, the way I the way I handicap it. Um, and, you know, clearly Kawhi has been the most important player for any specific team these playoffs to point um he you know he absolutely elevated the the raptors in both round one and round two so far um these sisters have virtually no way to stop him uh they have done i mean and granted you know nick nurse this is his first go around as a as a coach in the playoffs uh, and he's made some mistakes i feel like i don't you know it's and it's funny too because they were so cautious with load management with Kawhi over the course of the season to make sure he was rested and healthy and, and good to go for the playoffs. And it's shown in his ability to produce uh, in, to this point. I mean, I, I feel very strongly that a lot of the reason that he looks like he's on another level is because he did not put in the regular season grind that a lot of the other star players did. You know, and, and for sure, uh, he's played more minutes in this series than I would have liked to this point. Uh, I didn't like in Game Five um, when it was still a, you know, it was still a reasonably, uh, you know, it was a reasonably 
um, you know, there was a chance. Basically, Philly had a chance still. They could have put together a little bit of a run to get back into in the third quarter. Uh, and Kawhi at the free throw line, you know, not at the free throw line, but, you know, getting ready to, to rebound free throws, had his hands on his knees. And I, I always get a little concerned when you see that for players in the playoffs and especially a guy who's carrying the load as much as Kawhi is for this Raptors team. Um, but, he, you know, he had – uh, a really nice, um, you know, lift from his teammates in Game Five. They came out. They performed well. Siakam contributed a lot offensively. That was exciting to see. Um, and uh, some of the role players who had been previously absent in this series all of a sudden, uh, you know, came through with some contributions in Game Five. Uh, and all that really spells to me is that the Sixers have, are calling it a season. Uh, it's over for this team. Their motivation is going to be relatively low today. We saw it with Boston yesterday. And granted, Boston was on the road. That makes quitting that much easier. Uh, but uh, the Sixers at home with a crowd that's likely going to be, you know, ready to, to bury this team, you know, ready to, to make a statement yeah. to ownership that they need to move the on. The Philly Fry job. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's, you know, it's like, 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 like our, our good buddy. Yeah, I love it. it. Our good, our good buddy, uh, big man on campus. He really, really captured the ethos of like the Philly fans well during that last game. And these guys are dying to see Brett Brown pay for, uh, you know, this collapse uh, with his job. And it's you know, not if, Brett if, Brown's if fault. Yeah, of course I, not. I, of course not. It's not a well composed roster by any stretch. Will Capper, you try to coach Ben Simmons. Yeah. You're better free throws. <laughs> you can shoot. You know what I mean? What are you gonna I, do? Hey. The guy's Benny yeah, Kardashian. He can't shoot the ball. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Joel just, and B, yeah. you don't know whether the guy's going to get easy. hurt wiping his yeah. ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he goes yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah, ah, yeah. coach, my ass Simmons, like, this guy doesn't even have a yeah. pulse. I look at him out there. You, yeah, you, you, Sim- talk, to, you, you talk about uh, Wiggins not sweating. I look at oh, Simmons. He, he, looks like a, he looks like he's worked less than my banker when I go in there for a mortgage meeting. You know, like, well, I said, someone do anything. Yeah. Nobody wants to argue with me yesterday or someone. I don't forget what show they were, it was about. Ben, who's better, Ben Simmons or Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> I said, hey, Wiggins. Jimmy Wiggins. Wiggins might not care, Yikes. but at least he gives you 22 every He's a every scorer. Exactly. <laughs> and, and here's I, the thing. I, where I still think. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, yeah, I was saying, like, like, look at Siakam, okay? This is what this is what we love with this guy. You know, he was hurt last game. He didn't. I'll tell you something. Like, just looking at the Raptors pregame, and I'm here right now in Toronto. He didn't bitch one thing about his injury or whatever. When asked about it repeatedly, everything's going to be cool. Whereas I look at the Sixers and everything, excuse, 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 excuse from all their guys. He had excuses to say whatever. and picked up his game there. The problem is they have all the talent in the world, but they're a young team. They're going to have to grow up and mature because they act like young kids out there. And that's not going to get it done. you got to play man ball in the playoffs. And they're just not formulated yeah. that way. Yeah. My overall kind of philosophy about how plant goes in the NBA, it's basically like, who can you knock out on the other team, right? Like, how can you, and how can you do it? And once a guy is knocked out, like, he's out, he's done. And the Raptors figured out a fairly effective way to knock Ben Simmons out of this series relatively early. Uh, and and B took himself out of this series because he is not in great shape. He got hurt at the All-Star game in February. He missed tons of important game time down the stretch. His conditioning was nowhere close to being ready for competing with, you know, some of these playoff teams and some of these series where you have to be able to play every other night at a level where you are carrying the offensive load for your squad and indeed absolutely cannot do it. I mean, I, you look at like, Oh, you're getting sick. The is like, yeah, excuses, excuse, but like, 
he's clearly breaking down because he is not conditioned to be ready for this, you know, of, of gameplay. Kawhi clearly is. Kawhi has done it in his career. Like it's, and Siakam has emerged spectacularly these playoffs. It is this whole season has been just an absolute um, joy watching him blossom into like a competent NBA player, a guy that you can potentially build around if Kawhi decides to, you know, head to LA or whatever this off season. But clearly the um, the Sixers had a ton of growing up to do. That was a great way of, of qualifying it. Simmons has got to grow up. This is only his second season in the NBA. He has the tools and the weapons to be an effective player with a guy like Embiid, if Embiid is healthy and if he is, you know, the offensive threat that we know he can be. Uh, and, you know, Simmons, the fact that he can't shoot, like he gets a lot of hell for that. And, you know, the, the, the Raptors specifically use that to take him out of this series. But, you know, it's, it's not – I would still take a chance on him. Like, if he was on the trade market for whatever reason, because Philly – by the way, the, you know, the ownership in Philly and the, the management in Philly is not exactly, like, A-plus by right now. So if you're, a, you know, a sharp general manager out there, you might be able to pick their pockets for a couple of their assets this offseason if they decide <laughs> to blow things up. Yep. But, but, the, um, the, but Simmons still does have – a role on a competitive team in the NBA, in my opinion, it's in, and a lot of it just comes down to when it gets to playoff time, you know, the ability to shoot on the outside becomes diminished as you get deeper into series, as you get deeper into the playoffs. And, you know, when we get back to the Warriors in a minute, like that's where I'm going with this. Like the, like the small guards are not flourishing the deeper you go into the playoffs because you can take them out of the game. You put a guy like Gary Harris on Dame Lillard and he goes, and he, yeah, you put Gary Harris on Dame Lillard, he goes from world-beating superstar in the OKC series to missing person in this series. And a lot of it is usage, and a lot of it is exhaustion. Like he's hitting the front of the rim with his jump shot now, as opposed to the, you know the 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 absolute uh, you know not even touching the rim. Uh, and but you know with the smaller guards. If you have a good rim protector and if you can take away their ability to, to drive and then and then beyond that drive and dish, like you can absolutely minimize their impact. Guys like Dane, guys like Kyrie, guys like Steph Curry even, I feel like their impact and their ability to kind of control the outcome of games and series and, and beyond in this playoffs is, is diminishing by the you know, by the day by the week by the by the round and uh you know that's why evolution and drain is so important yeah 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 it's it's evolution these guys these guys came in and curry revolutionized the game right and sort of changed the game the analytics uh changed the game and we should note the two biggest analytic teams the milwaukee bucks and houston rockets still playing uh right now but at the same point in time now we're a couple of years into this and as you stated and you notice this, people are just taking a perimeter away now, right? And you don't let Lillard get set. It's basically like if he gets the ball, he's going to get it off. Don't let him get set. And he's playing in traffic. And it's a problem for him that in the regular season, teams just don't play that way. And I was on the same pace, Tapper, in which I thought this is going to catch up to Milwaukee. And you guys are just setting up shop and we spoke with Rick Perry. We're going to replay the interview with Rick Perry uh, later. We also had Rick. Coach Nick on today, B-Ball Breakdown. And he thinks Milwaukee's going to struggle against Toronto in a half-court set. And he was looking at the data, and he's like, he's like, Milwaukee only really score in transition. If you slow them down, they have problems. Very interesting. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Swing for the fences daily fantasy baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become one of countless number of people of $1,000. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projectile ship percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the Daily Roto optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a special 10% discount today. All right, Will Capper is uh, with us. All right, Capper, so it's our full second uh, with you, so we'll get uh, down to business here. Uh, Raptors, uh, Raptors, Sixers tonight, minus two, total 212. Um, what, what's the pick uh, tonight? What do you got? We'll get into, uh, I want to get into the Warriors situation in that Denver game right here tonight, too. So what's the final call here as far as your concern? Yeah, I'm looking for Raptors to close up with a little bit of uh, a little bit of flair, like uh, 118.99 or something like that. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like blowout, Milwaukee style. Nice. Man, they might they might riot in Philly, man. <laughs> <laughs> the rash homeless right. people getting beat up tonight after the uh, game. Uh, oh no! Yeah, I, I know it's, it's sounded horrible saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I do, yeah. Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's just cross our fingers for a good definitive uh, meltdown periscope. That's all we want. Oh yeah. Did, when, when Philly, when Philly won, yeah, Big Man's coming on the show later. But Big Man hypes up that he's like a typical Sixer fan. Like before the game starts, he's like, "Oh, gee, you know, Kyle Lowry sucks. He's a bum. Kawhi Leonard did. You know, Joel Embiid's the best." Then <laughs> after the game, oh, these guys suck. Fire everyone. And then the next game, it's rinse and repeat. Yeah. And uh, you know. We're stable. We're like Trump. We're stable geniuses. Nice and steady with the Raptors. Nice and steady. <laughs> never too high, never too low. Um, no, but that's the Philly sports fan. And listen, I'm not defending Brown either. I, I know Brown's you know, Brown's in a tough spot there. Let, let's just be real. Uh, especially you know, with the egos and, and the players that they have there. But quickly on Embiid, they mismanaged it often. You know what I mean? It was strange. Remember during the end of the year, it was like, well, he's not going on the West Coast trip. He's not going on the road. Yes. And it was yeah. like, all right, fine. Makes sense. But he's going to play when we're back home. And then, then he really didn't. And he did, and then he didn't. And then, you know, hell, I remember my Uber driver, game one against the Brooklyn Nets, said, you know, they're really going to regret playing him today. It's like they never just sat him, or it's always, you know, they have seemed to mismanage this. But anyways, um, Cam, no, you think the Raptors close out tonight? I do. I, I, I think uh... – it's vital if you're Philadelphia, if they don't get off to a good start and the Raptors really have a good road game and punch them in the teeth early, I think Philadelphia is young enough to quit. And I think it's really, really vital just to take them out of their game plan. Don't let Embiid get comfortable. Gasol's got, done a great job. It's He's like kryptonite for that guy. And if they get a, a lead of over 8 to 10 points, I think, Gabe, the Sixers will start to realize uh, that they're done and they'll tap out because they're young. So I think the first half is key. Get on these guys and then watch them fade down the stretch. 
Uh, we've been playing the money line parlays a lot, uh, Capra. And it's probably not you know what the quote unquote sharp guys uh, would do, but it's been a winning formula for the most part. Although there's been a couple of times they just we could have covered uh, covered the point spreads anyways, but it worked really? out last night. Like look, I had Milwaukee. I laid the nine with Milwaukee on one on a ticket, but then I money line parlayed Milwaukee and Golden State. And, uh, and then I parlayed Golden State money line with the L.A. Dodgers and the Houston Astros or whatever. So it was a nice sort of six degrees of everything. Um, so tonight, though, didn't shake things up. I've been playing, guys, the two night, every every NBA night, I've been doing the money line parlay. Tonight, my money line parlay are the Toronto Raptors and the Denver Nuggets. Yes. Shut this thing down. I like it. Guys, pace plus 351. Not bad. It was plus 351. Unfortunately, by the time I got to the book, it was like plus four, uh, 415 or something only. But can the Denver Nuggets show the killer instinct? I think there's a better chance the Raptors. I don't know. I think they both win. But I Denver, you know, Denver doesn't have Kawhi Leonard. And Nikolai Jokic is an awesome player. If you guys aren't watching him and see what he's doing, it's amazing. But yeah, do they have that killer instinct well, Capper, tonight? And you know Lillard you know, and McCollum, he, yeah. you brought it up. These are the smaller guard guys, as the playoffs are going on, they're getting nullified a bit. Yet they both had bad games. Like and they're both they both got a ton of heart, man. McCollum and Lillard. They ain't going down without us yeah. swinging, you know what I mean? I bet the prop oh, yeah. over McCollum over twenty one and a half points tonight. But uh, I think Denver can win the game. Nice. I like the over in the game too. What what do you make of the game? Denver, Portland. Yeah, so that's a, so basically the the game five, um, Portland's key. The key, Portland needed to make a key uh, shift in the way they play basketball between game four and game five. They needed to do a better job of protecting the defensive glass. They needed to do a better job of preventing easy second chance buckets for the Nuggets because that is how the Nuggets have been destroying them in the games that they have been beating them. And rather than coming up with a good way of uh, preventing the easy offensive rebounds, instead they give up like what, like eight or 10 or something like that to Jokic. Jokic was just getting easy second chance buckets. They had virtually no way of, of, you know, getting him out of the lane when they were missing shots. And so it made it relatively easy for the Nuggets to operate the offense that they wanted to operate, even when, you know, the shots weren't falling, they were getting two points out of it. So it was the likelihood that they have that adjustment left in their arsenal to make based on how they, you know, they're, they are rostered. Uh, and really like the, this is where we, you know, we, I thought it was going to happen in the OKC series where, you know, not having Nurkic um, was going to bite them in the ass. But it turns out this is the series where that has been the key factor because they don't have a big guy in the middle who can, you know, who can clean the glass. And, uh, you know, Cantor's not that guy. Cantor, even fully healthy, is not that guy, let alone Cantor with one shoulder. So it's, it threw me that there's just too much opportunity for. Not to mention um, Cantor on Ramadan yeah. right now. He's not even eating. Yeah. Oh, is he not? Is he not even playing? Oh, he's not. Great eating. point. Oh, he's I, been I playing, but no, yeah, either. he's fasting. It started. That's the thing, man. Ramadan, no drink, yeah. no eat. Yeah, well, that's that's not cool. Yikes. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, that's tough. Yikes. That's interesting. Unless, what a, what a unless your name is Akeem Olajuwon, it's going to affect you. <laughs> yes, good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, all, all told, like. I don't see a game script here where the Blazers can keep the Nuggets from making a comeback if they have a lead at some point. Like, the Spurs in game six at home uh, against the Nuggets played superlatively. And the Nuggets at that time didn't really have 
the matchup advantages over the Spurs that they currently have over the uh, Blazers. And the, and really, you know, so much of the Blazers' success goes through Dame Lillard and really on the offensive side of things. And Gary Harris has played with increasing confidence on defense as the series has gone on. I do not see a world where, unless, you know, the refs get involved and they get him like three quick fouls on BS calls, I don't see a world where, uh, you know, his play on the defensive side of things regresses to the tune of letting Dame get off for, you know, 20 or something in the first half and really setting the tone in this game where, because, you know, because honestly, if the Blazers are going to have a chance to win on this one, they need to get to like 120 points because there's just way too many opportunities for easy points for the Nuggets. And uh, I'm with you in thinking this is probably a closeout game for the Nuggets. Uh, if I was playing him, I'd play him on the money line. Uh, there's obviously no point in taking that low of a spread in a game where, you know, it's, it's not going to come down to the last shot. This is either the Blazers put, you know, keep, Keep the keep them at arm's length and you know go like one twenty one eleven or uh, or they can't get their buckets because uh, their their guards are being too well defended uh, and uh, the Nuggets win like you know one twelve one oh eight or something like that. All right, so we've got a couple of minutes left for Whale Capper. You can find him on Twitter at uh, Whale underscore uh, Capper on Audio Boom uh, as well. So if anyone's wondering about the importance of Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, this postseason, the Warriors have outscored their opponents by 79 points when Durant is on the floor. They've been outscored by 14 points when he is off uh, the oh. court. He's a dominant player. Him and Kawhi Leonard are the best players in the NBA. And, you know, yeah, they have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. They were able to grind through it. You have to wonder if they could actually, okay, it's a battle. Let's say Kevin Durant's not there anymore. You know, Draymond is trying. He's going to foul out of games. Is Curry, can Curry and Thompson carry these two? Can he, that big three do it? I'm not so sure. Maybe they can so. get out of the West. Yeah. I don't know if they can beat the Bucks. I think the Raptors, honestly, could beat a Kevin Durant-less team. I really do. I say bring them on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think we could beat them. Like, we'd have Kawhi. They yeah. wouldn't. And they don't have Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? So. Yep. But. I don't know if the Houston Rockets have what it takes to beat these guys. There's just something right. like the Rockets. Too many mental mistakes, too many quick bad shots. The defensive laps cap catch up to them. Can the Rockets beat these guys, yeah. Will Capra? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously my my initial reaction when Kevin Durant goes down, and I'm with you, I'm operating under the assumption that we don't see me play basketball again in 2019. Uh, the my initial assumption, okay, the immediate first, the immediate winners in this are the Rockets because, uh, uh, you know, rock, the the Warriors win game five, go up 3-2. If they have a healthy Kevin Durant, then, at, you know, they have like an 85% chance to advance. So that now the Rockets are literally on life support. Without Kevin Durant, now you're talking about more like a 40, 45% chance the Rockets can get to the next round. Um, but when you break down how what's going on, I think you hit all of the key points. The Rockets are not playing great defense. Team defense is, is, is a problem for them because they can't keep – Capella on the floor, which means they're not getting great rim protection. I mean, uh, James Harden has has had a ton of defensive lapses. He's playing fine post defense, uh, but he's not boxing out well. That was, you know, the reason they lost last night. Besides a pretty obvious missed call on on um, you know on uh, uh, Clay Thompson went out of bounds, threw the ball back in. Like because they lost because 
they could not stop uh, Looney from getting offensive rebounds, and that's because Harden did not have the energy, did not have the stamina to play the high-end defense in that fourth quarter of that game. Like, you could see he kind of – he reined in his effort level on the offensive side, knowing, you know, that his guys were getting theirs, and so he wasn't all on him offensively. That's why he only takes one shot in the fourth quarter. Uh, but that did not translate into superlative defensive performance from him, and that really, I think, was the difference in the game last night. Uh, and did that manifest itself at some point in Game 7? Entirely possible. Um, game 6, to me, looks like a pretty solid play on the Rockets to get the win and, and force this to go 7. Um, I do not see a universe where the Warriors are long for these playoffs at this point. And it, you know, a lot of people's immediate reaction when Durant went down was, oh, Rockets are going to win this game now. Series is over. Rockets are going to win this series. Uh, and then they watched it play out, and they, they saw some flashes from the Warriors in that game five that reminded them of two, three years ago when Durant wasn't on the Warriors. And you had, you know, Thompson and, and Draymond, you know, making threes and, and Curry kind of being the alpha on the team, right? That team cannot reconstitute itself out of, out, you know, in this you know, on the fly in this moment. They were amazing last night with the adrenaline pumping, with the Rockets' inability to adjust on the fly, uh, kind of a, a hallmark of kind of Mike D'Antoni, like, criticism. Like, he does not adjust on the fly well. Uh, and, you know, you know, maybe with more time to adjust, I would expect that the Rockets look a little bit better against the Warriors in terms of defense in Game 6. Um, but, you know, it, it, you cannot play a guy like Curry and Clay Thompson more than 40 minutes a game at this point in the season, at this age in their careers. Like these guys are going to break down too. Like it's that you it's so hard in the playoffs to carry the load offensively for a team. And that is why Durant was so important to these warriors is because number one, he could slow the game down. Number two, he was getting his extreme high difficulty two point shots made in the clutch against whoever was guarding him. It did not matter. Like that was, that was why they were virtually unbeatable, in my opinion. That's why it was going to be a nasty, gnarly series against the Rockets that they were going to get through and then cruise on to the title. Without him now, there is way too much load for guys like Curry and Clay to be carrying uh, to expect them to be able to you know, play games. two more games. Yeah, it's just too they much get worn out. basketball to be played to expect these guys to be able to carry. Will Capper, always a pleasure. Thank you for the time. Later, buddy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, let's roll. Level one, the winding town. Uh, thanks to uh, Will Capper uh, for throwing it down uh, with us. So we got a busy show. So uh, we spoke with Rick Barry uh, earlier this morning. Rick, and, uh, Rick Barry was his uh, his usual uh, surly uh, self, but in a good way. Yes. You know, Rick, uh, yep. Rick Barry. Good. <laughs> um, you know, we asked them they have a chance. Well, anything can happen. Gotta, of course, they have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> There's a really funny part where Renary asked him something. I was like, I, I thought, 
I thought I thought Rick was going to get even more so, but uh, yeah, you saw smoke coming out his ears. Yeah, and even I, I even told Joe after I said, you know, Joe, after you asked that, I sort of kicked back and was just looking forward to his answer. Fretzy, <laughs> <laughs> I got I, said I got the popcorn. I got an update, Gabe, uh, on the links. Tony Romo's actually two under uh, through eight holes there, so I'll keep you apprised that he's in danger on the ninth hole right now. And uh, oh, yeah, two under. What does that mean, though? Like it's yeah, an easy in this course. So what's, what's everybody yeah, else? Yeah, what's it, what's this, that comparable to? I'm gonna say probably around T70. So let's see where he is right now. I'd say it's probably pretty close. So two under right now. Actually, you know what? Two under gets you two. T52. So he is inside the cut line right now. Hell, he's tied oh. with Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama and Tony Romo have the same score right now, so I'll give Tony Romo all the credit in the world. He's going to probably let me bogey ask you. the ninth hole. He will bogey the ninth hole, though. He's in jail. So right now, he's tied with Hideki Matsuyama. Correct. Do you think Hideki Matsuyama could go and throw a football in the NFL for a touchdown? Nope. No, I don't. Makes Tony Romo a better human being than Hideki Matsuyama. Well, human being, <laughs> I'm not sure human being. I let, Let's say uh, multi, multifaceted athlete, maybe. But I like human being, Gabe. We'll stick with that. <laughs> human being. <laughs> I got more bad news in the update, too. Doug Baldwin didn't pass a physical. He's done, Gabe. Uh, that's it for his career. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get all, I'll, I'll talk about all this at the top with the update. But the end of an era, Cam Chancellor done, Doug Baldwin done. You talked about the old Seahawks, right? Sherman moved on. It's a whole new team. The last Fred Thomas, uh, Earl Thomas traded. Differences now, but Baldwin's stats were never really great, but he was a great football player. Real winner. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Wow, live up. Tony Romo got out of jail. That was a PGA bar save. We'll get to that in a bit. Golden State Warriors will have to try and put Houston away without Kevin Durant. Big news. Katie suffering a calf strain in Game 5. And Warriors coach Steve Kerr says he will be out of Friday's Game 6 and Game 7. Durant pulled out in pain in the third quarter of Wednesday's 104-99 win after hitting a jumper over Amon Shumpert. Golden State up 3-2 in the series. He's going to be evaluated next week, but uh, he looks like he's done for game six and seven. Durant averaging 34.2 points, 5.2 boards, 4.9 assists, and 11 games in the postseason. The guy's been on fire. He is the Warriors, and they've gone from minus 220 to plus 110 to win the NBA title. Two elimination games in the NBA tonight. First up at 8 o'clock, Philly hosting the Toronto Raptors. Raptors laying minus two on the road. 212 is the total. Wraps up three to two there. Game two of the doubleheader as Portland hosting Denver at 10.30. Blazers minus three and a half. 214 is your over-under. Nuggets up three to two there. Afternoon baseball. We got a milestone. Veteran slugger Albert Pujols registered his 2,000th RBI today with a solo jack in the third versus the Tigers. He joins Hank, Aaron, and A-Rod as the third player ever to record 2,000 RBIs. Congratulations to Pujols. Angels kill the Tigers 13 to nothing. Scores on the go. 
Cleveland up on the White Sox, 5 to nothing. Still in a rain delay in the fifth. Cubs over the Marlins, 4-1, to one, top of eight. San Fran and the Rockies. Rockies up 7-5, bottom four. And Cincinnati, they lead Oakland 3 to nothing in the bottom of five. Next up, we got the Yankees in Seattle. Yankees minus 170, total 9.5. Leaky Roof versus Mr. Happy. We got 75, uh, 745 action. Pittsburgh and the Cardinals. Cards minus 145, 8.5. Musgrove versus Waka 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 Waka. 810, we got Texas and Houston. Astros minus 165, total 9. Minor leagues versus Miley. 940, Atlanta and Arizona pick them. Total 8, Soraka pitching well versus the Dreamweaver. And at 910, Washington at the LA Dodgers. Dodgers minus 135, 7.5. Corbin versus Hill. The Seattle Seahawks have released veteran Doug Baldwin after failing a physical. End of the era in Seattle. Baldwin, undrafted, 493 receptions, 6,563 receiving yards, 49 touchdowns, and a two-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion. New era in Seattle. The Seahawks also uh, uh, expecting Ziggy Ansah to miss training camp. He's recovering from a shoulder surgery. It's believed he will miss the first month of the regular season. He signed a one-year deal with Seattle. Benjamin Watson coming out of retirement today and heading home. The veteran tight end plans to sign on with New England after today's visit. He was drafted by the Patriots in the first round of the 2004 draft. Busy day for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags uh, releasing quarterback Cody Kessler today. One game in the NHL playoffs. Uh, game one of the Eastern Conference Final, Boston and Carolina. Bunch of jerks or big dogs here. Boston playing a buck fifty-five total, five and a half in this game. Game time, eight o'clock. Charlie McAvoy out for the Bruins. One game suspension for a headshot versus Columbus in Game Seven. Series price: Boston minus one sixty, Canes plus one forty. Also with Jacksonville, the Jaguars uh, linebacker Telvin Smith announced he won't play football in two thousand nineteen today. He signed a four-year, $45 million extension with the team in October of 2017. He was a pro bowler that year. Round one of the PGA's Byron Nelson. Guys going real low today. I just mentioned Tony Roman with a great par save. He's still two under through nine holes. Yeah, and we mentioned tied with guys like Hideki Matsiana. Denny McCarthy, he leads the way right now with an eight under 63. Brooks Kepka, the tournament favorite, just two shots off the pace. On the European Tour, British Masters opening round. Matthew Jordan playing on a sponsor's exemption leads the way at minus nine. We got Wallace and Kinholt just two shots off the pace. Thanks a lot for Will Capper for joining the show. We'll have Jeff Ma- Jeff Nadu on a little bit later. Big man on campus. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. We got picks, fantasy updates, and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody, for Red Heat and Rage Radio. Hour two coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right. Level two. Level two. Two, 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 two. Has begun. Game time decisions. Ready, rage on radio. Uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yeah, big man on campus uh, will join us uh, later. And uh, I said, yeah, you should come on before. I said, it's the last game of the series, so why don't you come on? That's what. That's how I worded it to him. Nice. <laughs> I, said, why, I, like I said, why don't you come on since it's going to be the last game of the series? <laughs> he didn't like that one too much. Hey, Gabe. Uh, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. Man, no matter what we say before, like you could crack the best joke where you have a good story. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, it how are you? It used to be like that. I don't know. It's just it's just a regular response now. I don't know. Probably Maybe watching the yeah. Sixers now or something. Yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> well, listen, I've, I've ignored his Twitter during this series. Like, people are like, oh, you should see what he's tweeting now. But yeah, yeah. Like, just ignore it. Ignore it. Yeah. You got other things. Like he's got ripped. bigger fish to fry. From what I understand, though, he's ripped, like, pretty much everyone. Marcus yeah. all sucks. Um, Siakam. Yeah, yep. Siakam is way overrated and is terrible. And uh, Kyle Lowry's terrible. Yeah, uh, I don't think. I don't know. He's. I don't. You know. Even he wouldn't talk crap about Kawhi Leonard. I don't think. Oh no, that's just. That's I, I don't know. Like that. You, Bruce Chat yeah, does that. You know. <laughs> Why he's got a Kawhi Leonard problem? Yeah, Bruce Chad thinks uh, Kawhi Leonard's overrated. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? All year he's been calling yeah, yeah. him a choker and stuff. He's I like, like, you'll Bruce see. Chad. You'll see like once Bruce. we get to the playoffs. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even get this order right at Kentucky Fried Chicken, let alone cutting up Kawhi Leonard. That's not a good move. Doesn't even know what to order off the menu. <laughs> How's Yang doing? Uh, that uh, that update. I was hearing myself three times there. Yeah. Speaking about KFC, I didn't have KFC. I ordered Popeyes the other night via Uber uh, Uber Eats. First time I ever I'd, used Uber Eats. How'd you like it? Thumbs down. I agree. Too much batter. I tell people, man, I don't oh, want number the one. Batter. Yeah, dude, dude, the chicken's all rubbery and stuff, man. It's, they it's messed the up my side. I asked for mashed potatoes and a corn on the cob. I got two orders of fries. No uh, ketchup. It's all dry. Brutal. No ketchup. The 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 the, uh, the 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 oh Louisiana Mardi Gras cheesecake, dude. The thing was the size of uh, it was like the size of your thumb. It was like this little, like, I don't know, like prisoners in San Quentin get bigger dessert. Like, uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it, Gabe. When you come back to town, Dad, I got Kentucky fried chicken coupons. You don't have to Dad, worry at all. You're right, too. It blows, man. Like, so at first, I'm like, oh, this seems pretty cool. It's like $1.98 charge. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They're full of it. So it's like one ninety eight plus four ninety nine delivery fee. Then you got to tip the, the purse. It was a chick yeah, that showed up. I tipped her five bucks. I spent $24 for Popeyes that I didn't even like. Oh, yeah, yeah. and it took 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, Uber Eats is great. Like, oh, yeah. That's another thing. Oh, yeah. I, I order this food. I'm ordering directly from the restaurant, man. Exactly. I'll tell you another thing. They have this thing called uh, the beer guy, Gabe. So, you know, after I have a couple beers, I don't like to mix around with drinking and driving. Oh, right? You know, delivers the beer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's funny. So I go, okay, if I'm going to have a few beers tonight, I know I'm not going to go out. But. I ordered it at 8.03, so I'm waiting, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's beer, right? The guy gives it to me. I'm literally, like, going to go lie in bed and watch the end of these games. 11.04, 11.14, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. I go, dude, here's your tip, but you got to tell your boss, this is not going to cut it. I'm not waiting three hours for 12 beers. Suck it. You want to talk about uh, get bent? What a horrible service. Delivery services suck. You said it. Do it yourself. We'll pick it up. I should know, too, my luck when I, when I order the Popeyes. Just by chance, I look out my window and the cops shut all the rope down. <laughs> <laughs> there was something going on. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports our Radio Network, iHeart, uh, iHeart uh, Radio, and uh, YouTube uh, as well. All right, um, so uh, we got Rick Barry a little bit later on. We got uh, Big Man on campus, so if, uh, we're going to talk a lot of basketball. We've talked basketball. We blasted through the updated odds uh, right now. Uh, the NBA futures: Golden State Warriors plus one fifteen, Milwaukee Bucks plus two seventy, Houston Rockets are now plus four twenty. Uh, Raptors plus 600, and the Denver Nuggets are 18 to 1. I, I, you know, I, I like the makeup of this Nugget team. I think it's big value. Like, I don't see why everyone else, like, I don't think the Rockets should be plus 420 and the, and the Nuggets plus 1800. People don't see the Nuggets, so they don't know the Nuggets. And also, the Nuggets don't really have, like, brand name superstars on their team. Nobody really knows Nikolai Jokic. And when they see him, they just see sort of a chubby, big, sort of white dude, right? They're like, oh, he can't be that good. And they don't realize how good this guy actually is. Jamal Murray's a great shooter, Cam. Paul Millsap's playing great basketball. Um, their bench guys are all stepping up. Gary Harris. Gary Harris is mm-hmm. a very good basketball player. Gary Harris is like a very, very good two-way player. He'll give you 14 points, play great defense. Um, I tell you, they're very similar to the Raptors, that team. They have a lot of, it's, they're very, they remind me of the Raptors a lot. Um, you know, they're a little younger, but Millsap's been around. There's something about this Denver team. And another thing, it's really hard to win in Denver, Cam, without altitude. Yeah, you especially saw at this Great time call. of the year. Great you know, call. you're worn out, you're tired, you're, you know, you're in the round three of the playoffs and stuff. You're already worn out, man. You're losing weight. There you are playing in a mile high city and stuff, and they're used to it. And they're running and gunning at home and stuff. It catches up, man. Saw Damian Lillard, bro, man. The guy was, like, keeled over all night the other night in Denver. Think catches about up to these guys. Think about Houston, too. Harden's a little bit chunky, right? You look at the guys on their team. Tucker's a veteran. He's not young. Chris Paul's Houston been don't in the league scare for a me. long time. They just match up well, well with that, Golden State. That's, that's what I'm, I'm, Yeah, and I'm saying. It's one of these if, deals. They match up well with Golden State. Houston would lose to Toronto or Milwaukee, in my opinion. I'm not just saying the Raptors. I think the Bucks would beat the Raptors. Greek Freak's yeah. better than Harden. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, he just yeah. hits. Yeah, like he does hits. everything. He's amazing. You said and, it, though, man. Know, if you're going to get tired, they got a lot of chunk. Like, guys who are thick on that team, too, man. That's not easy. So, if Denver finds a way, they play. And Houston, say Houston does come back Houston and beat Golden old. State. Chris yeah, Paul's that's what old. I'm saying. EJ so, Tucker's old. Eric Gordon's been around forever. Like, yeah, yeah like, they're not a Down. young team. You want to be young in the Mile High City, buddy. That's uh, very true. That's what I was worried about in the next series. Like, the longer the NHL playoffs went, if Colorado would have got through uh, last night, I think even though St. Louis is good, I would have been real sorry, scared sorry. because – What? Sorry, sorry. What was that? that. Yeah, it's sorry, okay. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. What, what, you mean the disallowed goal and all the other bullshit that went with that game? I'm so, used to, I'm, so, I'm so used to this crap right now. It's like, whatever. You know, like, 
It's like, like you, I don't you, know. We, I got to be honest. We bet so much. We bet so much. It's like whatever, man. Whatever. Oh yeah, I'll get to my bad beats. I got. I'll tell you a couple yeah. of horrible beats. Colorado should have won that series, but I'm not going to bitch. What's the deal with last night? Because I was watching mostly basketball. Like I watched last night. Big, big, dumb, disallowed goal. Landeskog, Gabe Landeskog was (laughs) coming off the ice. Uh, His toe was actually on the blue line. By the letter of the law, Gabe, and you know how they change in hockey. You could sit there at the blue line and then climb over the boards. He was stupid enough not to do it because it ended up costing his team a goal in the game. But they actually looked at it. They disallowed the goal. I thought it was BS. Uh, just Colorado had a lot of bad calls go against them. It feels it feels obvious to me that the NHL really wants San Jose to to go through. Let's just call it out for what it is. In the first series against uh, Vegas, they got a crazy call that shouldn't have been a five minute call that got them through. Vegas should have won that series. And Colorado, it just seems they're a really good market for the league. They've been disappointed before. They got a lot of nice stories with Joe Thornton. I'll tell you one thing. I'm kind of worried about the Blues. Like you know what I mean? They're gonna have to beat the refs. And and the and the Sharks in the series, despite being very very good, I would say the NHL would want San Jose and Boston to meet in the finals, and I like both other teams. So, I'm just maybe taking this upon myself. <laughs> yeah, if you ask, if you ask me, well, maybe you need something bad to happen to them. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. I don't want to do that stuff anymore. I felt bad for Zion Williamson still, even though he's going to be rich. For, yeah, of course it's not. I can't. I can't. Yeah, control it's like, it's I think I got a crystal fault? ball. Yeah, I got dead chickens there. You know, what is this? Major League? It's your like, fault. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 fell I, apart and made you. I got a Santeria closet, Gabe. I do. I go, yeah, if I if I did and prayed for my picks every night, they'd be a hell of a lot better. I could tell you that. But, no, I got nothing going on there. Bad beats. And uh, what are you going to do? It's happened to you, too, man. But it's very obvious in sports today. To use a word fixed or anything like that, I think, is obviously too far. But there are agendas from leagues and teams that they want to pass. And if you think people who don't watch sports on a regular night don't know, I think you're an idiot not to, to realize this. There are agendas. And when you're a smaller market team or a team like the Raptors, for instance, you really have to do well. Like, you you, you know things are going to go against you, so don't leave well, it up to the Carolina. Take care of business. Carolina. Yeah. Carolina's going to be in this position against Boston. They don't want Carolina in the finals. Like, oh, Boston no. they can live with. Yeah. I yep. bet this game tonight. And I actually put a real play on it, too. You know, I had the money on the Sharks last night, but you know, I played this. I played the under tonight. I played the under. I know that I know the playoffs have generally been to the overs, but these no, teams have I, to be a little tired. Um, it's getting real not, now. There's a trip to the Stanley real. Cup at stake. I don't think this is old-fashioned shootout hockey. I, I think it's going to button down, and I think goal is going to be tough to come by here tonight. At least I hope I'm right. Hey, listen, man. Last night, sure, disallowed goal or not, and all the other power plays yeah, yeah, for, for San Jose. The game stayed. The game stayed under last night. You said it, Gabe. It's like you look at this stuff, and it looked like it was going way over the number, and it didn't go over the number. So, uh, yeah, if if Mrazek st- steps up, and I'll say this one thing about Tuka Rask, I'll give him a lot of credit, man. It's like ex-Leaf goaltenders will do great. You go somewhere else, you do great. McElhaney, what a story! Can you believe this? They, the Leafs wouldn't spend, me and Hainzer talked about this, the Leafs wouldn't spend under $500,000 to keep McElhaney on. Then you have Sparks as your second-string goalie that you don't trust. He goes on to Carolina, stands on his head, and Tuka Rask looks like the, the second coming of, uh, you know, Johnny Bauer uh, when he plays for Boston. It's just like one of these curses. It's hilarious. If you The Leafs, you touch it, it turns to stone, buddy, and then these guys always succeed somewhere else. Um, the teams that we think are going to win the series is, and... I would bet on Boston, but I always get screwed. And I didn't play the future. I was there today. I didn't play it. We'll go over our tickets that we played. 
Uh, I didn't play mine. I actually still have a stack of tickets. I was going to say I didn't play as many, but I sort of went with bigger units today. I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm just clicking like, oh, wait, yeah. I went bigger. But Got to pay, um, pay for that Popeye's delivery. <laughs> Got to pay for a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Boston Bruins are now the Stanley Cup favorites, plus 170. San Jose Sharks, SJ Sharkey, plus 230. St. Louis Blues, That's plus 310. That's the team I'm going to ride. That's my Carolina team. Hurricanes, plus 350. I like I the Blues. The, I think the book is right, Cam. I think the, it's the, it's, this has Bruins Sharks written all over it, bro. Uh, I don't. You just I, said I it think, yourself. You just talked I, about having to play the refs. The league wants this. Yeah, they want Boston, San Jose. I know they East do. East Coast, West I, Coast. How do I not I think take they want St. Midwest versus South? Nah, nah, nah. They want St. Louis? East Coast, West Coast. I'll tell you one thing about St. Louis. They have a great formula. They'll they, to, to beat SJ Sharkey, Gabe. They're so tough. And it, I I watch that Dallas series game after game. All those little checks of St. Louis. I'm like, yeah. What are they doing? Dallas is so fast. It wore them out. They got weaker and weaker and weaker as a, as the series progressed. Sharks already have old players, man. Guys coming back off injury. If the St. Louis Blues play a physical brand of hockey, they will smoke San Jose. They will they will take away their will. And I, I and I still believe in San Jose. Come on, I, I won't have this blasphemy. Yeah, you're gonna have some blasphemy. Why you bet on the Sharks to win the Stanley Cup? Great. So now I got to go against you every single night for the rest of the Eastern Western Finals. You got Boston and you got S.J. Sharkey. So I'm going to take Carolina and I'm going to take the Blues. Both I should dogs. tell you, Joe, Joe, Joe Thornton's a fan of you and I. I like Joe Thornton a lot, actually. He's a really <laughs> nice person. He's a nice person. I was once told, too, that someone said, uh, yeah, Joe says he's a rageaholic. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh really? Yeah, no, Joe, no, Joe Thornton's <laughs> hardcore. See him last night, too, in the interview. Marshawn should take a lesson from Thornton. Got guys interviewing him for like 10 minutes. He just wants to go to the room and see the guys and still like with them. Uh, Joe Thornton's all class. I'm sure with the Blues, though. You know, I like Joe a lot. Go Blues. Sharks beat the Blues. Sharks blues. beat the Blues. No. Blues. Blues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Talk about uh, this song and uh, the rotation. I gotta be honest, very happy though. Man, it's, yeah, man. it's too happy. It kind of makes you feel yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of like I want to just it go to the me. sports book. Yeah, yeah I know, it just you... makes me think, why are we playing this song? I, I swear, I think it's sort of like uh, it's like an old fashioned. Uh, this is like <laughs> the Hercules. Hey, Herc, Herc. <laughs> hey, Herc. Hey, Herc. Herc. Hey, Yang. Hey, Yang. What's going yeah, on yeah. with the songs? The songs. I know what's going on. Bavona programmed it. Programmed it. Yeah, yeah, but it's on a loop. It's like I, the da, same da, songs da, as da, yesterday da, 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 da. at the same time, like basically. Wah, wah, wah. Do you realize this, Yang? Like we're playing yes. the same music. 
Well, you know what? I, I mean, like some of this is uh, like kind of like identified as like the same. So, like there's like some like a uh, new thing where they're downloading. So it's like when they're downloading, they're not putting uh, like the name of the song. I don't, so I don't even like, know what you're talking about. I don't either. Yang. That sounded made, that sounded yeah, made right. up. That was a, like, if I get you, if Gabe had you on the stand right here, Yang, I don't know. I don't know about you. And, <laughs> if we got you in the box, we'd be in big trouble if no, we I mean, they, you there. They, they used to download from the. I don't even know. Yang, tell, tell, tell the people that were that we didn't mean to do it. We'd be me and Marenzi would be in jail. Got to give them a Donald Trump answer there, buddy. You know, got to yeah. spin you around oh, in no, a circle. Yes, yes <laughs> Metal Matt's not there today, right? Yeah, Metal Matt's here, but he hasn't been previewing it. He hasn't oh, previewed Matt, it, today, man. Matt, like, Matt. like Metal, come on, Matt. Like, I, I thought Metal Matt was monitoring these type of things, and he's got to be very disappointed in the music as well. Yeah, I'm disappointed. It shouldn't be as repetitive as it's been. Uh, I don't know who's <laughs> making these playlists here, but they got to let me take over. They're giving me other tasks to do here and there, cutting YouTube clips. I think they need me to do the playlist for you guys. Because I, I know like what you want. Yeah. Shot. Nice. Yeah, I'm calling exactly. my shots. That's right. Tonight, I'm, there's no show, so I'm calling my shots. All of your shit. All right. Calm calm down, Matt. Calm down, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's like, hey, whoever's ever programmed is doing a bad job. Sometimes (laughs) it's good. It's just the same playlist as yesterday. That I remember, like, every day, am I going to say at 525, I don't like this song? (laughs) Yeah. I can't. If you can't get music you like on your own show, you're never going to get music you like. That's a good point, Gabe. Excellent, excellent point. But I think to your to your earlier thing that you were talking about, I think they have playlists, and I've noticed that they have like some metal and stuff like that. You're right; it's happening at the same time. But Bavona, knowing him from the Sunday show, and you know him in the morning, he has a sneaky tendency to put one in and ruin your playlist just to see what you'll do. He's got that kind of move in, in him. You know what I mean? He likes oh, to no, he, he likes to poke the snake or poke the bear. He likes, I, to, I he likes to mess with me. Yes, he does. He likes to get me once in a while. Like, he knows. Remember, like, Florio used to play the ska music all the time. Yeah, you'd say, no more no more ska. You play that Mighty Mighty Boss Tone song? I saw smoke coming out your ears many times. I like Florio, but once I really was mad for real. Like, yeah, I know. You're like, I, I, went, I told I you. Went, I went all caps. I was like, bro. Like, I'm dead serious now. I was like, I swear to effing God, man, if you play this one more time, I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, we, well, we go, we go, uh, we go all caps. Uh, that, that's what we got issues. So uh, lighter night in baseball tonight, because I sort of scanned yep. through the baseball board when I was at the book earlier. And uh, what do I see? We have Seattle and the Yankees at 635, uh, Leaky Fawcett's and uh, Hap. Yeah, Happy. Uh, so, Let's get happy, leaky, or hapless, yeah, yeah, or and then yeah, yeah, or hapless. Good, yeah. I'm looking at that game going. It's a pretty short price for the Yankees, but I know leaky leaky roof's been doing a pretty good job for Seattle. He's actually been pitching better. Next game, I, I leaned a waka 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 Pac-Man in the Cardinals against Musgrove, Musgrove. but Musgrove, you never know what you're going to get. Musgrove's pretty decent. It's a tough board, Gabe. Um, slight lean it to is. Atlanta against the D-backs. Soroka's a really good pitcher. He's been consistently solid. Dreamweaver, meh. And uh, I like the Dodgers tonight with Rich Hill. The Nationals are ice cold, but it's not like a great baseball night or anything. Tough games. Yeah, the Dodgers should win, but the Dodgers have been winning pretty much every night, and that's a that's problem. That's true. Yep. Yeah, I guess you ride the hot streak. The Atlanta Braves at Arizona. Soroka and, uh, and Weaver. Uh, the Braves, small favorites. Hard to trust them as road uh, favorites. 
Texas, you know, Texas could be worth a look as a dog at plus one forty eight, but nothing jumped off the page at me uh, when it when it came to uh, to baseball. I played the under in the National Hockey League game. I did not take a side. I'm uh, probably. Uh, I... This is the thing. we got to get picks on the show, and I want to take Carolina. I, I lean to the under with you, but I don't know what I'm going to get from these guys. They've had a lot of time off. Boston, on the other hand, has just enough time off to feel better about themselves, get into the game. Kind of like what Gambleu talked about, Gabe, the other night. Like, say uh, Boston wins, uh, you know, a 2-1, to 3-2 to two type of hockey game. I can uh, catch Carolina at plus 255. I really believe Carolina could beat these guys, though. I know betting against Boston has been uh, idiotic almost. Like, they just continue to win, but it's a good matchup. Carolina are really a team that's playing with house money right now, and I think they can uh, they can beat Boston. I really I really do. They're deeper. They have underrated players on their team. Boston's one line top heavy, but the problem is, as you said before, they find ways to win. They are a professional team, and I'll give them all the credit in the world. But Carolina can beat them. Our boy Craig Martin uh, says Tony Romo's back uh, to even par. Okay, uh, right yeah. now, and I've got way that, too uh, much, way too much. Well, you know, would anybody be paying attention to the Byron Nelson right now? Well, I guess they would be. To yes, be they would. Hedrick Stenson's out. Well, there, you know what it is, Cam? Is out. Yeah, but that's the, the way Byron they do it, Nelson. Right? The Byron Nelson's supposed to be sort of that cooler one that more people would play at. It's bad timing. The Byron Nelson got sabotaged because of the PGA next week. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The Right? It's not normally this yeah. is one that more guys would play in out of the you know it's just one of the old you know the old sort of ones Byron Nelson classic and uh, but our boy Craig Martin's here and uh, I've got the Tiger Woods paper for you I'll send that out uh, for you he wanted a uh, the New York Post uh, cover of Tiger Woods uh, winning so you know the guy Cam that um, he won 1.2 million dollars betting on Tiger Woods eighty five thousand dollars yeah he's back at it. He's back at it. The guy that doesn't want publicity, he keeps telling people about his yeah, bets. That's another thing. I've never bet before. Now, oh, I, I, I like Tiger Wood to, Woods to win the Grand Slam. Like, what do you think? We're stupid? Like, uh, yeah, wait, you, you think this is not this is not our first rodeo there, numbnuts? So you're telling he's me you're getting a guy good enough odds for this? Uh, I, I, it's, I agree with you 100%. And, he's, and, and no offense, I love Craig Martin. Tiger Woods is not winning the Grand Slam. I wouldn't be surprised if he won two out of the four majors, well, though. Craig Martin did say he's winning. He can win the British Open. Yeah, so the guy, um, the guy, um, the guy bet $100,000, guys. So he put $85,000 on Tiger Woods to win the Masters. Tiger Woods wins the Masters. He got back like $1.19 million. One plus call $1.2 million. Yeah. So now he just went back and he went to Will Hill and he bet $100,000 that Tiger Woods would win the next three majors. PGA Championship, the Open, and then the U.S. Open. The Open being the British Open. He's got to sweep the board, win all four major championships, and he makes $10 million. They'll give him back $10 million for the 100 k um, yeah. He's not winning next big- week. No, it's a big investment, man. Like, and that's the yeah, thing. Like, I love- he only got he only got one point two back, man. Like, you're right, and they tax you for that stuff there. Oh, big so, time. Yeah, like, so you get hit. Like, dude, either that, like, you're right. It's not that much. Let's say he's got six hundred thousand. You're taking all, you know, that much percentage of your bankroll and the money you supposedly have for not being a gambler. 
I don't know, Cam. There's a lot about this guy we don't know about, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Marenzi. And that's another thing. You talk about the, 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 the amount of money he won. My brother won $2,900 on a slot machine in Vegas, and he got surrounded by a bunch of grifters. Like, he, they were, like, ready to eat him. Like, it, they looked like cannibals ready to, like, just absolutely tear this guy apart. And he brought up a great point. Then they brought out the tax form. That's for $2,900 on a friggin' machine game. They're already there. Oh, Mr. Stewart, oh, so you're from uh, Calgary, Canada. Okay, we'll take this off the top. You get this and this and this. It's an absolute joke. So this guy wins how much? <laughs> they are taking a big chunk of fat from that paycheck, buddy. Like, yeah, and, and he's been out there in the papers and stuff. You don't think this guy's circled when he puts in his tax return? Like, give me a break. This guy's on their radar big time. Big time. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And, uh, well, remember, though, <laughs> USA Today did the thing on him. Oh, yeah, that was the best. <laughs> this guy's great. He's just a... The thing is, though, it's like he's not running for office. So I don't I like yeah. I don't know why. No, I, I was with you there to see. I was with you there. Life, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to be a he doesn't have to be a great citizen that works for uh, the Kiwanis Club or go to church. Yeah, on like Sundays. the USA really Today website. Yeah. Basically he said a man that wins uh, wins million dollars on Tiger Woods uh, has res- three restraining orders against them and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> and I like I like his answers was the best though at the time. He said anybody can go online and look anything up. He goes uh, that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I know. <laughs> you said it though, man. See, like remember what he said. He said, yeah, and so that was two years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. It was two years ago. And that's the thing. USA Today, what? So so people who make bets, are like, well, we have to be like the president of the moral police here. Yeah, like, God. I really don't care. Really if care. I ever win the super contest, do I got to worry? Like, with the, yeah. <laughs> well, Moretzi, I'll tell you that yeah. time, uh, there was a rumor that he, you know, at the at the Meadowlands, he might have got into it with somebody. It's like, give me a break. You just tell them to get bent. Give me the check and shut up. And uh, yeah, that. But this guy gave for somebody who didn't want to be in in the the headlines and publicity. He's kind of bringing it upon himself to, hey, look at me. I'm betting this much on Tiger Woods. He's doing, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he doesn't mind the attention. It seems like people that always say they don't want uh, attention want attention. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. You said it. He wants lots of attention. I prefer Krusty the Clown's approach. Um. What good? Uh, what good is fame if you don't have the bullet to back it up? Yeah, exactly. He's so right. The rapper Why too short told me that once. The rapper too short told me years ago. Uh, it's better to be rich than famous. <laughs> For sure. Our words. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Catch Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the FNTSY Sports Radio Network as they get you caught up on all the night's previous action and prepped for the wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube and participate in the chat room. I watch it on Periscope, Twitch.tv, or countless other popular OTT platforms. Become part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and for extra money they will put in your pockets. That's Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez weekday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very much, uh, Sean. I'm Gabriel Morenzi in Midtown Manhattan Studio 34 across the street from Madison Square Garden. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Always love talking to the Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players uh, to play. Uh, basketball. Somebody that we owe uh, congratulations in order to. Mr. Rick Barry joins us. Good morning, Rick. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us this morning. Yeah, happy to, uh, happy to join you. All the best to you and your listeners. So, uh, first things first, congratulations uh, on your son, Canyon. And, uh, you know, enjoyed watching him play ball at uh, Florida. But, man, nuclear engineering. As, uh, we should yeah, master of nuclear engineering. Yeah. Wow. Thank God he takes after his mother. Yeah, he had his uh, got his degree in physics, the college itself, and then the honors college, and then he just finished his uh, masters. And so, yeah, and he's still you know playing ball and played for the Minnesota Timberwolves in the G League back in Des Moines, Iowa, and then, you know did well under the circumstances that prevailed there. And so we'll see where he goes. Hopefully, he'll get a chance to show his ability to play, uh, you know, in the top league in the NBA. So, you know, he's a, he's a great kid and deserves deserves the opportunity. I think he'll surprise a lot of people. He's uh, certainly every bit as good as my other boys. Well, you should be very proud, uh, very, very proud. Uh, I mean, this is real life, right? There. I mean, nuclear engineering, mm. holy crap, Rick. Like, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about his future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need a couple of bucks, he's going to be able to help you out down the road. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so, for sure. Let me, uh, let me ask you, Rick, instead of getting into the Warriors here, I want to ask you about Kyrie Irving. And this is something, I'd like your take on this, is something that sort of perturbs me from the NBA salary structure in which – Everybody's almost a max player. So, Andrew Wiggins, max player. Um, Tobias Harris going to be a free agent. Oh, he's going to get a max contract. Kawhi Leonard is going to be a free agent and get a max contract. Kyrie Irving is going to get a max contract. But they're not all the same, Rick. You know, there's there's something. Is there something wrong here? In the sense that you know, no disrespect to Tobias Harris or Kyrie Irving, but they're not a Kawhi Leonard. Right, they're not these yeah, players. No, well, I mean, there's no, yeah, well, there's no guarantee that they're going to get max contracts, and if they do, then those teams are foolish. I mean, to just throw out money just to get a guy so he doesn't go someplace else. I mean, you have to, you have to evaluate it. Is don't we see this time contract? and time again in the NBA, or at least players? Well, yeah, no, I mean, they, listen, they make mistakes way more than way way worse than giving max contract to guys who actually are pretty pretty darn good basketball players. They wind up giving up five and six and seven million dollar contracts to guys who really can't play worth a damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say that's what does them in more. Uh, yeah, that's what kills them. I mean, you know, the thing is, you've got to make the right decisions. But then again, you, you can't give a max contract to a guy who isn't isn't a game-changer type of player. I mean, and, you know, like you're talking about Tobias Harris. I mean, come on. There's no way that I, if I was a general manager, I mean, no disrespect to Tobias, but he's not a max player in my mind. Yeah, but you, you've, we've seen that there are guys that sort of get these deals, right? I mean, they're just – what I'm saying is I guess sort of – Maybe LeBron and Kawhi are sort of underpaid in some of these guys, as crazy as it sounds, or at least in relative scale. 
No, well, yeah, but it's just the decision of the of the teams, and you know, a lot of these teams make terrible decisions. They make terrible decisions on who they draft. I mean, the most the, the, to have success in pro sports and team sports, three things: who do you draft, who do you get in free agency, who do you trade for? You don't make the right choices as far as the personnel are concerned. You're, you're screwed. And and most teams make bad mistakes, and that's why they don't stay up at the top of the pack. You know, challenging for championships, and then you hope you get a coach that doesn't screw it up and utilizes that talent efficiently. And that's the problem: is that these teams sometimes I don't know what they're looking at i don't know what they're thinking about but some of the choices that they make are almost beyond comprehension to me you know it's funny rick uh you know all three of those things you just mentioned are going to be facing the sixers here uh you know not too shortly after they probably get bounced out here by toronto tonight uh but what do you do if you're elton brand and you look at joel Embiid, he's 25 in a 85 year old body like i don't like what direction do you go do you hand the keys to a jimmy butler who's going to be 30 31 who's had problems relating to younger guys do you give it to joel Embiid, who's 25 and can't stay healthy like what direction do you go if you're the Sixers here? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a major decision that they have to make. I mean, to me, uh, it's a gamble with a guy like that. They give a max contract to somebody that has those issues and those problems. I mean, you got to be healthy in order to be able to perform, obviously. And, you know, somebody came up with something yesterday. I was listening to one of the talking heads, and they actually said something. Well, maybe you go ahead and make a trade for him. Let somebody else deal with it if they want to be foolish enough to do it. And go ahead and work and really feature and, and you know, uh, and make somebody else on your team the guy that you want to go with. You know, I mean, you talked about some people that were there. Simmons would be another guy. I mean, I, here's the thing. If I... <laughs> Simmons should get a hold of my son's scooter and get him on this incredible device, a shooting sleeve, and spend a, spend a month or something with him working on this to get his shooting down. If he, mm. if he develops yeah. an outside shot, three-pointers and pull-up jumpers and everything, that guy becomes one of the great players in the league. He's an amazing talent. That's his Achilles heel right now. You know, LeBron had some issues with the shooting doing it, and look what he was able to do. I mean, you know, I made a big deal about it. It took three years for them to actually start actually talking about it, and you just look at his elbow when he first came in and see where it is now. He's still not a great shooter, but that's he's kind of like LeBron James, taller, but, you know, needs to get his shot. And so maybe you go with him and you, and you go with the other guys that you're talking about and you go ahead and make a deal and get another good player for Embiid and let somebody else deal with the uncertainty of his health. So there's a lot of decisions to be made there. Uh, what do you think of the Toronto-Philadelphia uh, matchup uh, tonight? Uh, Philadelphia, you know, there's a lot of sort of it's, – it's a lot of teams that have this aura of negativity around them. There's all these free agents all the time. The Raptors have done a nice job of – blocking that out as far as Kawhi. There's not, oh, where's he going? Is he staying? Same with Gasol. They're just focused on basketball. Philadelphia seems to have this external sort of pressure on them all the time, and I don't think the fans in Philly help, actually. I think Toronto can go in there and finish them off uh, tonight. What do you think, uh, Rick? Well, certainly they have the capability of doing that, especially if Kawhi plays at the level that he's playing at. I mean, he's playing almost like superhuman basketball. You look at his numbers and what he's done; uh, it's 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 you know spectacular. I mean, he's playing the best basketball of his career, and you know the team has responded exceptionally well. And Philadelphia is not. You know, Embiid's had his health issues. I mean, just not to the standpoint of the other major things, but just his health in general. You know, everyday health. And so he's had issues. And, and, you know, people talked to me about him yesterday. I said, look, there's a kid, if they're smart with him, hire Clifford Ray to work with him this summer. Clifford Ray has mm-hmm. taken so many big men and taken them to levels that they've never been before. He needs work. 
He has a lot of things he needs to learn. He rushes things in the post, and he needs a guy like Clifford who can teach him the kind of things to take his game to another level if he really wants to be a dominant player and be as great as everybody says that he is because he's inconsistent. And so you got to be a consistent player, but you also have to have more to your game than what he's got right now. There's always room to learn and improve. The moment you get to the point in your career that you think you've got it, that's the start of your downward spiral. You always have to strive to get better. Find the things that you're weakest at. In the offseason, you spend the time working on those skills in order to bring them up to a higher level. I'm wondering, Rick, can I make the argument that maybe it's a blessing in disguise what happened to KD last night? Because we've all been wondering, you know, when does Steph Curry become Steph Curry again? When does Klay Thompson become Klay Thompson again? They've been a little inconsistent here this playoff season. And all of a sudden, KD goes down. And then last night, it, that switch goes off. And then all of a sudden, even Steve Kerr said he looked at Steph Curry and like it was like a light bulb went off. And all of a sudden, his demeanor, everything changed. Can I make the argument? And obviously nobody's as good without him as with him, but maybe this is a blessing in disguise for the Golden State Warriors not having uh, Kevin Durant on the floor right now. Well, I don't know how you can ever consider having a blessing not having one of the most incredible players that the game has ever seen in Kevin Durant. Uh, the biggest problem with the Warriors is they came out and played Warriors basketball and got themselves a 20-point lead, and this is where their Achilles heel is. When they get big leads and doing stuff, they, for some reason this season, don't have the ability to stay focused and put teams away. They let teams come back. They get sloppy with the ball. They had a numerous number of stupid turnovers. They wind up doing too much one-on-one, and if the shots aren't dropping, then they let the other team come back. And give the Rockets credit for the perseverance they had and, and, and getting themselves back in the game and actually getting a lead. You know, But it was great to see Steph, Steph step up, but that's what great players do. You step up. I can relate to what happened in him because I, I was I, I sucked and I was you know as bad or worse than he was in that game in, in the game seven and for Western Conference Championship and and finally came back in and played well in the fourth quarter and so I know what Steph was going through and he just knew that hey he's already the he's he's going to be the goat. He had nothing to lose, everything to gain by coming out there and playing well because he was going to be the guy that they were going to put it on if they lost. So it was a great situation for him to step up, and he did that. 56% of the points he was responsible for in the fourth quarter, that's an amazing statistic, and and he did what he had to do. But a blessing? No. Now they've got to go play in Houston without Kevin Durant. And then if they lose <laughs> that game, which more than likely that may happen, then they got to come back home and hope they can find another way to get themselves together and have an incredible performance to be able to come away with a Game 7 victory. So it's a tough road that they have to go down. I hate to see that happen to a great player like KD. But now that also throws a little monkey wrench in. What happens with KD? How bad is that injury? What is that going to do for him as this decision as to whether he's going to stay with the Warriors and not stay with the Warriors? I just hate to see things like that happen because you want to see a team, all teams, at their best when they play against mm-hmm. one another. That series was very entertaining. But to be honest, the Warriors played one half of good basketball so far in, in five games in this series. One half, and that was last night. The other four games, they didn't play worth a damn, and they were lucky to be two and two. How much has Steve Kerr had his? Um, I, I, I don't expect you, you know, to you know give us behind the scenes stuff. It's, but how much we always hear after at the end of these seasons, and we heard Wes say it last year. You guys have no idea what's going on in that room, and you know we heard it yesterday, last night from Rozier and Boston. Man, has been BS in this room all year long. Kerr looks a little frustrated this year. Like, he's been getting frustrated. You could read his lips earlier in the year when he said, I'm so freaking sick of Draymond. (laughs) He's getting worn out. But Draymond balled last night. It was almost like like the old days there. But when you look at Kerr, 
you think, man, this guy, this guy's doing his best to hold this thing together this year. Like, what's going on with this team? Is there, is it hard to keep this thing together right now? Well, it, it's hard only because this team is so good when they're playing their best basketball. As I say, it actually is too easy for them at times. Look what happened in last night's game, right? At one point, they were up 10. Next thing you know, that 10-point, 10 10-nothing 10 run by the, by the Rockets. And what Warriors go on, an 18 and nothing run? Yeah. I mean, it, it, they can just do that so simply and so easily, and that's the problem. And then a the guy like Draymond, I mean, you, you know, you love him and you hate him at the same time because of some of the things that he does, like that silly thing about hitting him with the leg when he got up and hitting CP3. How foolish was that at that stage of the game? And then he's got five fouls. Come on, this guy's a veteran. You have five fouls. You don't reach in to make a steal. And that's his for his but then he foul. hits a massive I mean, was, three, right? Too, and he's getting rebounds. I mean, I mean, seriously. I mean, you just don't do the kind of things. I mean, you got to be smarter than that. He's such a valuable commodity for that team, and he's got to have him out on the floor. And you know, you hurt your team with you. They were so lucky to get away with that victory last night. You know, I, and again, they haven't played good basketball. One half of basketball, or maybe you know. A one quarter and a half of really good basketball because they had that lousy stretch when they blew the 10-point lead. I, I don't, or 11-point lead. I just don't understand why it is that these guys can't stay focused like that. I mean, they're, they're veteran guys. You would think that they would understand and realize what has to be done. Uh, who knows? I mean, if they find a way to win this series against the Houston Rockets with KD being out, then I'll tell you, then I'm going to have even more respect for them than I ever had before. And I don't understand also. I know, I know that Usually Clay comes out at a certain time, but Clay was on fire. Why didn't they go to him more and leave him in the right. game and just milk him until he got cold? He came back from that and he never was the same. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Rick Barry with us. Sorry, Rick. Unfortunately, we got about uh, 35 seconds or about a minute uh, here. Quick. Denver right. Nuggets. I got a fun as hell team. Uh, you like this Nugget team? Jokic. How good is this guy? Oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty amazing. He looks like Baby Yui. He looks like he never spent a day in the weight room. He doesn't have a definition <laughs> in his arms and all. And he goes out there and he gets the job done. He's going to be he's, – he's a fun one to watch. Real quickly for all your listeners, TLC. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. There you go, game. Something harder for you. Mini camp time for those taking in the draft and getting introduced to the new playbooks and studying up for the 2019-20 NFL season is huge. And for fantasy football enthusiasts and NFL betters, guys, you need to start doing your homework too. If you're serious about fantasy football and wagering on NFL futures or contests, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing NFL Dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play while providing you with all the data and insight you need to be successful at the betting window. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, let's roll, uh, Cam. Countdown to uh, tip-off. A little more uh, than uh, two hours. Uh, away uh, right now, uh, Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. 
an opportunity uh, for the Raptors to close this uh, series out tonight. And then a similar situation with the Denver Nuggets. And, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, preaching uh, practice what we preach. Well, here we are, Cam. I'm holding tickets. I have a Toronto Raptors to win the series ticket. And I have a Denver Nuggets to win the series mm -hmm. ticket uh, here. You're in the old catbird seat, too. You got the advantage. The good news is. Whatever happens, I expect both of those teams, and I'll probably take the points with Denver, Gabe. You still have a game seven. That's the beautiful uh, situation. Me, on the other hand, when I took those pooches, they needed to take care of business in game six, and they didn't. That's right. You know what? I could actually hedge here if I wanted to. Like, yeah, I don't know about Philadelphia, that. Philadelphia got, 76ers are plus 525. Eh. And the, uh, the Portland Trailblazers are plus 325, but... Yeah, yeah, I didn't cut this far to hedge. Yeah, exactly. You laid the juice on it already. You know, it's like you think those teams are going to win. That's what you do. You ride it out with those ones. I like those picks anyway. You'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully, um, they both close them. I, you know, it's going to be tough. The league's going to want uh, game seven. I know. They're want right? some, you know they need exactly. some programming. Yeah. You said it, I'm, I'm hoping the Raptors can just win tonight, get it over with. And it kind of sucks, though. It, it doesn't get any easier, Cam. <laughs> they got to deal with the Greek freak this week. Exactly. I think they would play Sunday, like right away, I think. Wouldn't be a lot of mess between. All right. Level three coming up.